Hello and welcome to the Refreshing Change podcast. My name is Nicola Scott and I will be your host. Today's episode is a special bonus episode. We wrapped season one last week with our 10th episode and I felt it would be really fitting to summarise um, everyone's experience with change. So through this episode you will hear from all of our guests from season one, their experiences, thoughts, feelings, beliefs about change and how they navigate it in their life in the hope that it inspires you to go and create the change you want in yours. Now, I think change is such an interesting one because we are, as human beings, we're always changing, we're always evolving. Like that's the very nature of being human, that we are, we evolve. Um, and you can see that in how, as a species, we have evolved over the years and changed from going, you know, working out in the fields to working in offices and how we adapt and how we grow from that. So I think, you know, for me, it's in, in some ways, change is always present in our day-to-day -day life. It's just that mm. oftentimes we forget that because maybe we have a routine and that makes us feel like there's some sort of sense of being stationary or things being the same, but actually, as human beings, our very nature is to continually change and adapt. And, you know, whether that's going through, um, you know, having children or getting a new job or retiring or going through menopause or getting married, divorce, like all of these periods in our lives. Like if I think about what change has meant for me in my life, I guess what it has meant is that it's constant. Like there's always there's always some kind of change happening, whether that's on a small scale or a large scale, but I am not the same person that I was 10 years ago, let alone, you know, one year ago, actually. Um, because the truth is that as I learn, as I go and I adapt, I'm constantly evolving who I am. And so I guess change for me is about that learning and that growth potential that, that you are, you're always feeding your sort of your mind and you are creating new understanding of, of like your place in the world and how you move through the world and what's important to you. And I guess, you know, to touch on probably one of, like, I've had a lot of change and transition in my life, but I guess one time where it felt bigger maybe than some others was actually when I went on one of my yoga teacher trainings and it was really deep work. We did a lot of journaling, a lot of writing, a lot of introspection and reflection. And we looked at our values and our ethics. And when I came out of that training, what was really interesting was that I had to have gone, go and have conversations with people about some of the things that in our relationship hadn't worked because I realized in that moment that we'd been feeding into a cycle of a relationship that hadn't really been healthy or hadn't really been effective. And so I think that was probably like a big one because it actually meant talking to some people I cared about and loved a lot about things that were difficult to navigate and to talk about. But, you know, the, the sort of positive side of that was that they received it really well, thankfully, um, and that it changed our relationships and actually our relationships have continued to change based on that. So I think, you know, big change, which is often what we associate with, can be a catalyst, as you said earlier, for so many other areas of your life. Yeah. You know, you talked about, you know, maybe you you do something different with your wellness, and that has a knock-on effect on every other part of your life. And I think fundamentally, change is that that 
particularly big change, not that sort of ongoing consistent change as in we are aging every single day so therefore we're always changing there's no getting away from that you look in the mirror and you're not the same you don't look the same as you did you know a year ago or whatever so we're always changing but those kind of bigger changes where we make life decisions where we change something really big in our life you know those can be catalysts in other areas and I've worked with a lot of clients who come to me for yoga or wellness meditation coaching whatever it is and we we do one thing we look at one area of their life they want to change and then a year or two later their life is different and not just in the area we worked on but it mm. has a ripple effect everywhere else and sometimes even i don't find out about some of that till later because our coaching journey ended they go off out they do whatever they're doing and then it's only a year later they come back and tell me oh yeah i also am doing this and this is changing that's changing yeah so i, I think uh, you know maybe that big change can be a big catalyst for a, sh- a reshuffle. Change has definitely been the strong theme for me. Um, so I started out actually as a professional makeup artist, worked predominantly in fashion and advertising, and um, I got into that straight after my A-level. So after I'd finished education, I don't know, I was possibly similar to most people I just had enough I was had enough of being in that structure of learning of feeling like I had to do what other people told me to do um I just I just done um I, I initially was going to take a year out um so I studied like business and psychology sociology and performing arts which was a very odd choice but <laughs> I don't know I think I thought, I thought it was going to be easy so that's why I took it I thought I'd take a year out and then I'll go and um, train in psychology at university. And actually, it was at this point that I got a job in Harvey Nichols in Leeds. And it was actually a refreshing change to what I'd known because it was something totally different. I was earning money, which was great, you know, 18 years old. Um, And I found that working with people in close proximity touching their faces, helping them pick the products that made them feel good was something I was naturally really good at. Um, but the type of person I am, I was always thinking bigger. You know, often we make decisions out of fear, fear mm. of not wanting to be something else. And if I'm honest, I actually think that my decision to become a makeup artist was also made out of fear at the time because, you know, my mum was really ill. I'd seen her work very hard and then become ill. So, you know, the success subsided. And my my thing was, I am not doing a nine to five. Like I am not living the nine to five. And then I got this nine to five job, you know, getting on the train every morning to Leeds. Um, just that like that kind of like rat race, that clockwork routine. And I just, I, I just hated it. And that was the other thing that was really appealing for me, having the freedom. I think freedom like, is a big thing, having the mental freedom, the physical freedom, and having choice. It's happened, it's happened, as I said, so from being in a council estate, I've just done what I saw. Like they say, you cannot be what you cannot see. So I saw everybody either taking drugs or selling drugs. And I've been on both of those fences to both sides of those fences to um, extreme lengths. I've partied a lot. Um, So I I went from taking to selling. That was a change. 
which was different. And then I was partying too much and started taking again, which was awful for me. <laughs> then I turned into a professional athlete, turned into as a professional athlete, and I was quite extreme at that in terms of just leaving everything else behind. I was injured. Um, that sent me into depression because I thought I'd find found my thing. I thought this was it. I've reached my pinnacle where I'm from. I'm fighting in front of thousands at Wembley Arena. I thought this is it. Um, got injured, couldn't fight. Instead of doing the rehab, I resulted back to what I knew, which was drink and drugs. That sent me into a darker hole where I actually ended up, well, needed to work with a therapist and a hypnotherapist. She helped me see a glimmer of light in myself. She helped me focus on the things that I can do rather than the things that I couldn't. She made me understand that I attached myself to this identity of being a fighter. And although that fighter was gone, all the strengths that it took for me to become that man, that young man at the time, was, was, was still present within me. So um, I kind of used that and... I've always kind of been entrepreneurial, hence the second drugs, I guess. But there's was, was always a part of me that always wanted to actually go and create. So I created businesses and I was looking around at what other people could do. But I never really felt right. You know, um, even working in corporate, never really felt right. It wasn't a great fit. And again, it sounds a bit cliche, but I don't know what people tend to do which is kind of just disappear and go and find themselves mm. and I found myself well I found spirituality first or rather it found found me again another cliche and I can tell you how it happened I was in a coffee shop with my mum and I was saying mum I'm upset she goes I knew something was up what was going on and um anyway I was just told her I don't really know what it is and I remember speaking to a friend of mine that went to church. He was the only person that I knew that went to church. And I asked him a few weeks earlier, can I come church with you? Of course, it was out of the blue because he doesn't really know me going to strip clubs and partying until stupid hours. So for me to approach him with this, he was like, yes, of course. Went went twice and I just knew it wasn't for me. I kind of liked the idea of people wanting to be wholesome and do this, but it just didn't fit with me. So I'm speaking to my mum about this and there was a lady sitting next to her. I don't know her age. I don't know what she looks like because it's an actual blur now, but she went forward and she said, sorry to overhear your conversation, but what do you know about spirituality? What do you know about meditation? What do you know about doing this work? And I was like, nah, I've heard about it, but it's not for me. She just went down a few things, wrote down an app and something else for me to look down. Anyway, whoever she is, she changed my life, mm. you know, because I remember going home and looking at this thing, I was thinking, I'm going to try this out. So I went from meditating from five minutes at home day to meditating with monks in the mountains of Java. So that was my first kind of transition. And I remember I had my cards read and I was working on a startup at the time. And the lady who was friends with the Dalai Lama, she goes, what do you do? And I told her, she said, record this. She said, I've got this all on recording. I goes, yeah, I work with tech. And she goes, no, 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 that's not for you. You're a teacher. I was like, no, I'm not a teacher. 
She goes, you need to be doing workshops, you need to be healing, you need to be doing this. I was like, no, that's not for me. Anyway, that was years ago. Fast forward, how many years yeah. now? I'm doing exactly what she said. But um, to answer your question, how has change, when you say, how's it the role, has it played a part in my life? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so changing from one thing to another, it wasn't just from A to where I am now. Mm. There were a number of micro changes on the route that led me to where I am. And one thing I have been good at is when something doesn't feel right, I honor it. Mm. I honor it. I think it doesn't feel right. So I'm not going to continue doing this because I, I think I've always subconsciously known how precious time is. And we only get one chance at this turn of life. You know, so if I hadn't make, made all those micro changes, there would have been a lot of detrimental impacts along the line like so from the same from the taking drugs i could have ended up dead from the selling drugs in prison even though i've done prison but i could have carried on from the party in the same bleak outcome to the businesses just it could have just been really horrific but now i love what i do and there's nothing i would rather do than what i do now so change has played a big part in my life and it's about about allowing the changes to be made I think change is one of those things that's inevitable. It's it's ever present. It's always happening. But for me, um, I think change has has always been there, and I think I've always feared it. I think change and fear go quite quite uh, synonymously for, for for many of us. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, you know, I've certainly resisted. I think I've resisted change. However, I was completely ignorant and unaware of how much I actually would find myself changing in different environments and different, um, you know, sort of changing and shape-shifting to fit other people's narratives or other people's expectations. I think reflecting on my life from being very young, I think I wasn't made to feel very safe being myself. And a lot of that came from being quite a highly sensitive boy and not really having the skill set or being nurtured to to manage that I think I was kind of always deemed to be again quite overly sensitive and quite hypersensitive and so um, as a result I wasn't made to feel very safe from a young age in exploring that or or managing it you know managing it really so um, I think that ultimately led to me hiding a lot of myself and then as a result I felt like I needed to change a lot around people so um yeah, I've always felt like I think various people throughout my life have called me a bit of a shapeshifter. And I think that's ultimately a people pleaser. Mm. Um, and only in my kind of, as my self-awareness around these things has, has become higher and more present, it's allowed me to start questioning why these things would happen. Why do I feel that I would change around certain people? What is it about me not feeling enough as I am that makes me feel like I need to adapt my personality, my energy, my uh, the way I articulate in front of certain certain people. You know, what? Why is that not enough? How I would do that normally, and why do I then overthink that and change that? So, um, yeah, it's it's, it, and I think as I found, I've built that awareness, and as I've then kind of delved into those parts of myself obviously that's a some pretty heavy work and it's quite confronting and I think it definitely it 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 requires a lot of uh it's quite humbling I think it it can be very challenging to sit there and realize that your ego 
creates these versions of yourself and wants to be seen and wants to be, I don't know, whether it's this version of yourself or that version of yourself, but, um, you know, through kind of curiosity rather than judgment, I think that was one of the, the big perspective shifts that I've had. And also the compassionate element, it's allowed me to really come back to understanding yeah, those parts of myself and ultimately then feel more comfortable within myself. So, yeah. If I'm honest with you, I think it's only the last four or five years that I've really been aware of um, of change in my life. If I look back, it's, it's only in that time period that I have actively embraced it and recognized it as something that you can channel positively uh, for your own development and for the, 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 the well-being of those around you. I think if I'm honest, I spent the first 30 years of my life aware that change was happening, um, but not really sure that I was in control of that change. Um, you you go through life in a very transitionary state. You know, we, we have the kind of well-defined periods of your life in terms of childhood, adolescence, teenager, young adult, adult. Um, and all of those are periods of immense change and immense formation in someone's character, in their values and their beliefs um and i think for most of us we probably go through those states there was those times in our life and we don't really think too much about how we're changing but more importantly why we're changing so what the influences on our are on us um that are shaping us i suppose in a certain way um and i think a lot of people get to their late 20s early 30s and it's the first time in their lives where they really pull their heads out of the sand and think right um how much of the last 30 years have i consciously shaped and how much of the next 30, 40, 50 years do I want to shape consciously? And what can I do about that? And that's something that very much happened to me. And again, going back to the inflection point in my life, which we'll come on to where, where change kind of started to happen meaningfully for me. Um, I, I faced that question that a lot of us do is, well, I can neither let change continue to happen and sort of roll with the punches, or I can take control of this change. And shape the kind of man father husband friend contributor to, to to society that i want to be you know go back and question all of these values beliefs experiences that i've had over the last 30 years and see which ones are still relevant to me which ones are still serving me which ones are not um take the ones forward that i think are of value replace the ones that i don't and in a way that's really mindfully what i've tried to do over the last four or five years so yeah, change is, is very relevant in my life right now. I, if I'm completely honest with you, I don't want to go through a huge amount more change in the next few years. I'm quite, I think I've, um, I've done a lot, um, but that's not to say that uh, I wouldn't embrace it you know, for the rest of my life because I know what a positive force it can be if you, if you choose to embrace it. I think change happens, it evolves, doesn't it? Like change does, is, is not it's not static it changes all the time from the moment you get up in the morning you change what you might have for your breakfast or you know what time you actually get up in the morning etc but big change for me is more about mindset and about change in potentially direction actually and I suppose that's where I am now is changing direction um, and I think that change is scary um, change can be empowering um, but change is also, when we look back, very good for us all. Um, and it comes from a feeling of frustration or, 
or feeling inadequate at something or changing, you know, changing your self-belief is really important. So I think change for me is about manifesting that change yourself and, and you taking control of change, whether it's a small change to a large change, it's about you kind of harnessing your power through that change. I think change in my journey is uh, at times been often enforced. Um, mm -hmm. As often felt like it hasn't been a choice. Sometimes um, it has been my own doing. I guess when going back on my life, you know, like I know you know this story, but for the listeners, it was um, being 19, 20, being a professional rugby player, breaking my spine and, and losing my legs uh, or use of my legs for a few, a couple of years. You know, that was kind of like a very much an enforced change uh, emotionally and physically. Um, and then that path that that leads you to go down um, is completely different for what you what you plan for yourself through them, your childhood, your teenage years and what you've got going through your mind. And I always find change is often something uncomfortable is always my reference point to it. I mean, I don't know if you know, I'm big into human design and I hate change like I'm very much like like Emma, Mrs. C is always like, what's the matter with you? You know, like change change happens and I recognize it does. I'm just particular, I'm emotionally not very good with it. Um, but I'm big into human design. I, I know what my human design is. It's all about energies and chakras in your body and projections and and you find out what you are. And I'm I'm what they call a gate four six. And gate four six um is the <laughs> is a very strong power of dislike for change. That for me to have change, I have to have all my ducks in place first, so the transition's completely smooth. And when, when I learned that, um, I was like, okay, this makes a lot of fucking sense. Um, this is that is actually fine for me not to like change, um, but I, I generally believe it's a catalyst for growth. I really, I generally believe when when you find an edge or find your own edge, change is always there, and it's all it always seems to be the gateway of growth. Mm. Of, some, of some degree yeah. often often dressed up as as pain um but it's like a butterfly a butterfly coming from the chrysalis mm. you it's got to fight its way through mm. um and amongst that amongst that is is the ability to open your wings um so yeah alongside running um you know i've had a lot of change in in the past you know couple of years to be honest you know i've gone from living in uh you know center of manchester very very built up city to now living in south wales which is you know polar opposites of where I've, I've lived for the past 27 years um my life has flipped you know massively upside down for the for the better you know i i hit a point um towards the end of last year and you know i knew things had to change i knew again when i when i felt myself um feeling either you know out of out of my own body um i i knew something had to change so that that was so i started putting sort of things into place to to align myself with what i actually wanted in life um so again with hospitality i knew outside of work i loved running i love hiking i love being outside and you know manchester has limited options <laughs> for coastal pathways or you know things like that so you know, I wanted to be somewhere outdoorsy and that, that was a big sort of selling point for where I, I'm living at the moment. Um, yeah, I, I think if 
if you really believe in something, if you really have a, an idea or if you, you know, you feel yourself getting a bit out of, out of body-ish, I like to think of it, um, you know, it's good to sort of align yourself and then think, you know, what do I actually want? Why do I want it? And, you know, how can I get there? Um, because, you know, things, things are in our control. If, if you ever feel like you're, yeah, not to preach, I'm not a preach, you know, that is not what I'm doing. I'm just, this is very personal. Um, and I believe, you know, it's, it's worked for myself, especially during, during this time. So yeah, that's a massive change for, for me in the past year. So I've had a few significant changes in my life. Um, one of those changes when I was when I decided to leave Edinburgh and go traveling. Mm-hmm. And what was originally planned just to be one year turned into sort of living abroad indefinitely. Mm-hmm. So after I'd sort of backpacked, backpacked, sorry, for uh, for a year, I went on to do three winter seasons in the United States. Uh, I met a girl there from Argentina and then that next change was moving to Argentina um, so I lived there for for seven years and sort of experienced a lot of change there as well um, sort of dove into sort of mental health a little bit more so that was a change that that I made there in Argentina they're very very open-minded about sort of mental health and and how important it is so having arrived they're very close-minded about sort of the importance of mental health after maybe four or five years of living there I've sort of started to to work on my mental health um I also gave up drinking alcohol which was a very significant change although I think I didn't give it nearly as much thought or or attention as perhaps I should have um, and then I got married and moved to Barcelona and then my most recent change would be that I've gotten divorced this year so, um, so yeah, I would say that those have been some of the, the most significant changes in my life. I am not sure that I handle change particularly well. So I can certainly appreciate now that change is very often opportunity. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of the changes of I, I have experienced have been sort of very challenging and I think certainly in my case when things are very challenging that is opportunity for growth so I'm quite optimistic that even though I go through very difficult times I tend to be able to to appreciate that that these things that are happening for a reason will have a positive result despite how difficult they feel in the moment I just think, like I touched on just then, I just think I got to a point of being too young to not make a change. I was dissatisfied with where my life was going and I was too young to not jump. And if I didn't jump and do something else sooner or later, I was probably never going to do it because I'd studied for so long to do it. And I didn't, I just knew that there was nothing there for me and I didn't actually learn that until I went ahead and did it and went through it 
Um, so I feel like that major change that I had to make with concerns from family members about, you know, walking away from something you've worked really hard for and all of that. Um, and obviously me at the time wondering what people are going to think. And then, but then doing it and understanding the change is really the only thing that is constant. And I think from then on, it was like a crash course in change. And so, because I went, uh, it was a major transition that I went through. Um, and so I feel like from that moment on, I quite welcome change with open arms. And I think it's like an initiation when you make a big decision like that to to jump and switch and what, in whatever area of your life it may be. Thank you for listening. I really hope you enjoyed that bonus episode. And again, just as we wrap season one, I wanted to say a massive thank you to all our guests. Um, the time, energy and wisdom and experience they've shared on this podcast has been incredible. So a massive thank you to all of them and to you, the listener. Thank you for taking the time to listen, comment, leave a review. The whole experience has been an absolute blast and I can't wait for what's in store for season two and beyond but in the meantime go and make the refreshing change in your life and we'll see you on the flip side